It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Christmas special, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I'm really good, Connor. How are you? It's good to see you. Oh, my God. (laughs) Are we in the same room? We are in the same room together today. For the second time since February. Yes, and quite, quite frankly... Feels like we're picking up where we left off, Connor. <laughs> you haven't heard all the banter that has been going on. We've been chatting for a good few seconds before I, the show went on. You walked on. in the door, I said, shut up, sit down. <laughs> Plugged in the USB mics, and off we went. <laughs> um, this is the Christmas special of Movie Mondays. Now, normally we bring you all the movie news, entertainment news, and just generally have a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. He practised that. He practised that one. But this week, we're going to be doing something similar... But normally we do a Q&A around this time. We do. But we've pushed that back a week to the New Year's Q&A. Okay, well I have a Q for you. Okay. What's the A for the reason we did that? Well, because, you see, normally... <laughs> I'm allowing that. It's only because this is the first time I've seen you in a while. That's fair. <laughs> that's the last one. Okay, that's my pass. <laughs> um, but we're, we're doing that because normally in New Year's we do best and worst movies of the year. Unfortunately, Sean, there have been no movies this year. No, there was Tenet, yeah. but we weren't risking our lives to see that. That would win best and worst movie. <laughs> is this the only movie other than Sonic? That's oh. Bad Boys for Life, probably. Bad Boys for won. Life, but also... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so there are no movies, so we're pushing the Q&A back a week. And also, Disney Plus happened, uh, the Investor Day happened last week, and there was so much news coming out of that. We felt another week was needed to yeah, tackle it. We decided that we weren't able to give everything the justice it deserved mm. last week, so we'd split it out, and hopefully then there'd be a bit more information in the meantime that would also come out. And funny enough, there has, because we're starting with some Spider-Man 3 news. <laughs> it seems every week there's Spider-Man 3 news. <laughs> because they've decided to just throw shit at the wall. Let's see what sticks. Yeah, and I feel like they're seeing the hype snowball grow and grow and grow. Mm. Well, you know, what have we heard? What do we know so far, Sean? So we know that apparently 
it's going to be some form of a spider verse mm. in that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are apparently back for it, along with Jamie Foxx's Electro and Alfred Molina's <coughs> Doctor Octopus. But then also Doctor Strange is involved. And Gwen Stacy. And Gwen Stacy. And MJ from, but not MJ from Tom Holland's universe, MJ from, from the Tobey Maguire's Tobey. Raimi universe. Yes. And because it's Sam Raimi, maybe Bruce Campbell will be in it. Maybe, <laughs> probably just doing a weird job of some sort. Um, but now I have that the Spider-Man 3 movie could also bring back the Green Goblin and Sandman actors Jesus Christ (laughs) I mean look why wouldn't you Mm. they've they've done it before they brought back J.K. Simmons yes but at a certain point like Norman like Norman Osborn fucking Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin he's very dead He's very dead yeah. in the universe. Almost so dead that he made the plot of the following two movies after he died. It's, it's almost like his death set a bunch of things in it motion. Did, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so do they... Is it an alternate universe version of the Green Goblin? Because also... Gwen Stacy's also dead, so you would have to do an alternate universe of all these people. All of these dead characters. But also, they, like... Willem Dafoe is like 20 years older than he was when he was... Green Goblin. So what if it was an alternate universe with President Norman Osborn? Oh. Or Mayor of New York, Norman Osborn? Yes. And like, he could say the line, this is New York, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. One of those classic lines. And he could be the mayor saying, and you're like, oh, it means something, something totally different. Because he's the mayor. Yeah. And, and he's beating up a guy. <laughs> And he can have this weird relationship with Gwen Stacy that they explored in the comics. Oh, no. Don't like if, that. If anyone's heard our Hero Zero, there is a comic book. Or is that in canon? It, that's still canon. That Willem, they bring it up to this day. I Willem the Four. <laughs> <laughs> that the Green Goblin and Gwen Stacy have a child together. Twins. Twins. Yeah. Oh, more than one. More that's than one. That's double the children. That's true. That's true. Still just the one uh, root cause, we'll say. But... Two kids. One of them became the Green Goblin. One of them became a good person. Okay. The the man became evil. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, men. Am I surprised? <laughs> no. But <laughs> we've turned this podcast into something totally different. It's a different discussion, though. Um, also, Thomas Hayden Church will be coming back as, as, Sandman. as Sandman. Now, Sandman is possibly the best part. Not possibly, actually. He is the best part of Spider-Man 3. Yeah, most of the good parts of Spider-Man 3 have Sandman in them. And I feel like cause that's because... That film was designed with him in mind from the start. Oh, was it not designed with Venom? Oh, it's, it's almost like Venom was shoehorned in at the last minute at the like. request of a studio. <laughs> and Raby was like, I don't like Venom. They're like, well, you're fucking doing him. Okay, but I'm going to kill him and show his skeleton on screen. <laughs> I'm going to make him be played by that guy from the 70s show. Topher? Topher Grace. Grace. <laughs> he's a, look, he's not a bad actor <laughs> no. did, you, did you ever see the bit at the start of Ocean's Eleven when they have like all the actors that they think are going to be big in the yeah. thousands and he's one of them around the poker table yeah. and uh, they're like these are the next big stars the next 10 years and everyone's like tough for grace he's going to do big things he's going to be the next Tom Cruise <laughs> Little did he know, Tom Cruise has not given up that oh, Tom Cruise is, There will never be another Tom Cruise. We can say that as a fact, because he will kill any other one, anyone else. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, then he will just drain their life and live on forever. <laughs> Lizard brain. Lizard brain. What can you do? But they are both coming back. Well, it is now r- rumoured that they're also coming back, because they've, they've confirmed some people... They've heavily rumoured other people, and now they're like, every single week there's more reports of, oh, they've been added to the cast. They 
Dave been added to the cast. Yeah, and I'm in two minds because any complaint we've ever had with a Spider-Man movie has been, there's too many villains. Yeah. Whereas now... There's too many people. There's too many people. There's, that's a different problem. <laughs> there's too many A-list actors in this movie. But that's it. But we always said, like, oh, the Avengers won't work. Endgame has the same issue. That's they true. can balance it. But if you do a situation where they're only in it for, I don't know, a minute, two yeah, minutes... I can, I can see it being that they're hopping dimensions mm. and they encounter these people in these dimensions. And that... That's a lot of world building you could just do in 60 seconds of screen time. Like, they land, they see Thomas Hayden Church being Sandman destroying a bank or something, then you move on to the next universe. Yeah, and it's Alfred Molina as Doc Ock destroying a bank. Um, <laughs> Step three, Jamie Foxx, Electro. What's he doing? Destroying an uh, insurance broker. <laughs> oh, insurance broker isn't working for me. Could we make it a bank? Something to do with finance. Where is it? Stock exchange? Stock exchange. Bane taking over the Gotham Stock Exchange. <laughs> it's going to turn into the Dark Knight universe. <laughs> Just pulled it all in. Um, so they are coming back. Is this a good or a bad thing? If this is like a situation where, because we were talking about one division and the, multi, the multiverse of madness, like they're building a universe here, a multiverse, I should say. Yeah. Um, is this a situation though that Green Goblin, Sandman, they could be part of a Sinister Six mm-hmm. that to throw it together with Electro? And Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Vulture. Vulture. And maybe Scorpion. Because he is in this world, yes. Yeah. And, like, that could definitely work. Mm. There's, that's six people we've just named. Six people, and you've got three Spider-Men, yeah. and possibly a Spider-Gwen. Yes. And, and, I f- and I feel like if you really wanted to, you could fold in Tom Hardy's Venom as a hero. Oh. Do you think he you has have, not been announced? Actually, no. That's weird. That would be. I feel like they should work towards that. And then if you fold in Morbius as well, oh my god! Because those universes are apparently connected. Then you have this six on six. Yeah. Um. In, in a, term in like an airport. Oh, could could we set it in Germany? It's set in Germany, airport. Spider Man jumps in, steals yeah. somebody's shield, okay. give Venom a shield. Give Venom a shield, symbiote shield. Symbiote shield just yeah. for a laugh. Robs a bank. Ro- <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I gotta leave, I gotta go stop robbing a bank. <laughs> He's like, well, is that the time? I gotta rob the bank. Oh no, my Venom watch. <laughs> <laughs> he steals his Venom watch. Steals his Venom watch. <laughs> Where did he get the money for the Venom watch? Stock Safe. exchange. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Improvise hard. <laughs> Together it's worse. <laughs> but yeah, so they are adding all these people. Um, I Actually, that is interesting. I would have thought Venom was the first person to add in. Because he's already there. He's already there. He's already set up. And that, that movie was successful. For as mediocre as it was, that was a successful it movie. like $800 million. Yeah, and they're making a Venom 2. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised we haven't heard. Because Tom Holland was rumoured to be in the first Venom in some way, shape or form. He was. He's also, there's a poster of him in the Morbius trailer. Yeah, which is also odd, mm. considering they're different companies. And I just feel if you were looking to pull a multiverse together, why not have the other universe that's running side by side and just pull that in? Oh, you also have Daredevil in this, who we didn't mention. Oh yeah, Charlie Cox, Daredevil. He's apparently. just in it. He's just in it. You know how apparently it is. cropping up in a lot we'll of things. just throw Daredevil in. Just, he's, he, look, he's adaptable. What if they got rid of Morbius, yeah. added Daredevil in, got rid of Scorpion, added Kingpin in? Vincent D'Onofrio kingpin. Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, any other kingpin? No. <laughs> I'm taking Vinny D. Oh my, that would be interesting. I'm not sure kingpin would 
be super like suitable for a Sinister Six because no, he, he tends to be like the puppet master that he like. He doesn't like a team. Yeah, and he's just he he's content to sit back and have everyone do his bidding while he masterminds the whole thing. Mm. Um, but I do like the idea of him being in it and him being involved. What if he's not in, but Veronica's in it? Oh, in the Sinister Six. <laughs> for no reason. Pretty sinister. It's pretty sinister. She is pretty sinister. And he's always just like, Veronica. My Veronica. <laughs> My Veronica. <laughs> I think it'll be good. I think it'll be pretty good. So, um, I In terms of Charlie Cox as well, he's rumoured to pop up in She-Hulk. As, as well. W- as well, yeah. Now, they're both lawyers, so mm. that makes sense. And then him and Spider-Man are both crime fighters in New York. Who hate ro- bank robberies. Bank... Did you mention a bank robbery just now? Did, did, okay, I'm back on board. There's <laughs> just so many lads in the <laughs> Fucking hell, he's nailed it. Yeah, this is Venom 3, anyone? <laughs> um, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is Star Wars based, Sean. Okay. Um, so there was a lot of Star Wars news over the last week that we we touched on Obi-Wan and we touched on a few things, but like you couldn't get to all of it. No. And we kind of skipped over Rogue Squadron. Yes. Which is a movie that is interesting because it is going to be directed by Patty Jenkins. Of Wonder Woman Who fame. is the Wonder Woman director. So she has now, she will have her own film, which is, will be called Rogue Squadron. And the news is that Rogue Squadron is not based on any Star Wars book or video game ever released before. Sorry, sorry, sorry. A new idea. <laughs> I'm talking, Sean, about someone has sat down. Yes. Recently, <laughs> not like in '77, right? Recently, not like just before copyright expired. Not, not right before then. They sat down. They said, "I have Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Let's just make something new." See, you've lost me no, there. An original idea. An, an original yeah. idea, which could be good or bad. It could be. It'll definitely be different. <laughs> but will it? <laughs> Maybe not. It's probably going to be a big shit that's about to explode. See, if it was, if you had announced to me that like a, a lesser director was was in charge of this, then I might be a bit more hasty. But Patty Jenkins has done quite interesting things with characters that we've that there there's been a conception of before. Like mm-hmm. what Wonder Woman used to be versus what Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is are completely different things. Yeah, um, there's no spinning in a circle to transform, this for is true. example. So seeing her take on, like, the only thing that's come to my mind is, like, a Top Gun-style Rogue Squadron Star Wars movie. But, like, all the guys that die in the previous movies, like, we see them training up, and one of them's accidentally called Goose. Oh, oh, they have to call... There has to be a reference in there somewhere, I think. There's a space volleyball match. (laughs) My name isn't Goose, it's Geese. (laughs) That'd be a good one. That would be... That would be pretty comical. Patty, call me up. <laughs> Patty, if you're looking for writers... This is why they don't do original ideas. Because <laughs> it's all geese. It's all geese. Can we add geese into it somehow? Okay. Mad Max? <clears throat> Mad geese? Oh, now you have my, uh, my attention, <laughs> sir. Um, so uh, Patty Jenkins came out with a clarification and said, In the Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie, we're doing something original, with great influence from the games and the books, which... Influence? Influence? That's technically not copying yeah um, there's a lot of things being acknowledged and understood about the greatness of all of those things but yes it's an original story and I'm so psyched for it is okay. what she said original story taking inspiration perhaps but I think from. you'd have to if you're going into the Star Wars world you can't just go in and just blow it all up and just start again yeah exactly because otherwise you're just making a a series about space fighter pilots there was a Rogue Squadron video game 
1998 and it featured Luke Skywalker's team of eight rebel pilots taking on the Empire. Pretty good. Mm. That Like, that's interesting. Now, do, do you think they'll have, like... Do you think this was planned with, like, a Poe Dameron in mind? Well, yeah, but they can't get Oscar Isaac back to He won't do it. No, he won't do it anymore. fuck off. <laughs> because it's weird, because if you set it after, like, the events of Return of the Jedi, mm. for example, like, if it was Luke's squadron or whatever like that, most of those actors are a lot older than mm. they were then. Most of those characters... And some of them have, might have sadly passed away. Absolutely. And mo- a lot of the characters would have passed away mm. in the battles in the Star Wars universe already. So it would be a new rogue squadron. Now, they touch on some of this stuff in Mandalorian. Okay. I forget the actor's name, but he plays um, the dad in Kim's Convenience. He is, like, as part of the New Republic, he's one of the pilots that goes around recruiting. Okay. So I could see it as being like him putting together a ragtag group. A ragtag group. Or we love a ragtag group we on the show. We love a ragtag group. And, and then just going around and, you know, solving space Just give them missions. a mission. And they're the only people that can solve it. Yeah, and they'll get the... It's the A-team. Yeah. Make the A-team, but in space. <laughs> they're the games. The games were set during the original trilogy. Mm. So Luke Skywalker is around. But you need a mission that, like, is too... It's not big enough to call Luke... But it's big enough that if it doesn't get done, you're going to lose. Yeah, which I can totally see. I can see this being like infiltration, mm. maybe, and things like that. Um, it's interesting because we haven't really seen large-scale space battles in detail. No, like, was it the start of uh, the third one? Revenge of the Sith had a yeah. pretty good one. And that, that was kind of, yeah, that was decent enough. But I think that was about it. That was it. Like, we've, of course, there's the Death Star and things like that. Yeah. But that's very much, like, about seven ships flying towards one, one essentially. Goal. Yeah. But it's not dogfighting <laughs> in space. Well, the, the video games, like Battlefront 2, like, that has a whole mission that you just do a sh- space yeah. fight. Yeah, and, and that's fun because you're in control of that. Mm. So you need to like capture that energy, but put it on the screen and watching someone do it. Is this possibly just them um, just doing an idea, or is this an interesting avenue to go around? Because Patty Jenkins is a very talented director. Yes, I might prefer her on something more substantial than more a rogue like character driven yeah, stuff. Yeah, than a rogue squad. Although I could eat all these words, and this could be an amazing film that's very character focused. But just, like, maybe have her do something of one character rather than a squadron. But if she makes, it like, a Top Gun or an A-Team-style movie, that might be pretty cool as well. Yeah, and like, and there is room as well for, like, you know, a team and you watch the this team build. Now, it would be very easy to fall into the trap of that Justice League fell into, where they assemble them, but they are, they're two big personalities and they don't get along. And, and Ezra Miller's there. Ezra Miller's also there. <laughs> and then they have to, like, come together at the end. <laughs> but, like... If you did, there's a... Did you see the Netflix series Love, Death and Robots? No. Right, well, this is going to be a very difficult explanation. Here we go. But there's there's like a 10-minute animated short. (laughs) He can't count to 10. Um, (laughs) But it's the US Marines and there's a ship. And the story is about this ship and one pilot's relationship to it. And the ship is like, it's number 13 in the fucking log of ships and so it's they think it's cursed that everyone who pilots it dies but then this is a really good pilot that takes over and then it becomes like oh number 13 is the luckiest ship and it takes place over the course of like a couple of years but it's summarized into 10 minutes so if you do that kind of thing with this like the relationship that people have 
like fighter pilots would have to their vehicles or or ships, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be an interesting route to go down. And like, yeah. what happens when one of them loses their ship? You know, Tom Hardy in Dunkirk. Yes, where he burns the plane at the end. Yes, I want that. <laughs> It was a war. Things happened. Uh, <laughs> the Nazis lost. It happened in the forties. Let's leave it. <laughs> Harry Styles was there. It was great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, like, th- that kind of emotion, I feel Patty Jenkins will be very good at pulling off mm. in terms of making this. Is it a film or a series? It's a film. A film. Okay. Mm. I think that works better in a series. Yeah. Also, a lot of interesting things they haven't covered in films is, like, when a pilot dies, it's always just like, oh, no. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. Yeah, and that's fucked because their ship explodes in space and they just... Anything left drifts so for all spends, eternity. If you spend an hour telling us, like, in in getting all these characters and breaking down who they are, they all have families, they're all here for this or that yeah. reason, and then they blow up at the finale, you're like, oh, no, geese! <laughs> <laughs> Not singular person geese! <laughs> one man! Too many geese! <laughs> he was the geese we found along the way. <laughs> there was never an echo from him. Never an echo, boy. That's ducks quacks. I don't think so. Not a goose's honk. Sorry, a geese's honk. <laughs> um, yeah, so they are going to be doing a Rogue Squadron movie. Uh, just keep that in mind. That is one of the many ideas. I just think that's probably... That was like under the radar, but Paddy Jenkins is directing it, so it makes it immediately a bigger deal. Yeah, and like that comes out 2022, 2023. Yeah, that's going to delay any third Wonder Woman movie, surely. It's true, but I, I think she probably has a deal where she does Wonder Woman first. She might be back-to-back recording Wonder Woman now, even. Oh, fair, yeah, yeah. Um, also, we should say that this is, because it's the Christmas special, ho, 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 and all ho, that, ho, 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 ho. we will be exchanging gifts oh, on this episode. I didn't fucking get many things, lads. As is the annual tradition, we get each other gifts and we give them on the show. Now, I was thinking, do we do it at the end? Do we do it in the middle? Oh, is now the time that we would do it? If would we... you like to do it now? We can do it now. Or if would you, you like want. to wait until the end? I think. I think. See, I think we're going to hit some heavy news. Yeah. We might not have the energy to properly appreciate the oh, gifts. Okay. So maybe for the Christmas time that is in it, we do it now. Do it now or next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week is New Year's. Just give me some time to go to the shop, man. <laughs> it's on the way. On, I ordered Jeff Amazon. Jeff Bezos told know? me it's coming next week. <laughs> no, I'm quite happy to do it now. Um, yeah, I said might as well do it now. Yes. So, Sean, we are in my little office here. So, yes. your present is over by the couch over there. All if right. you want to go oh, get you two little presents. Oh, two. You also two. have two little presents oh, there. in a lovely little blue bag. That's true. I've handed it to him. I have to go and fetch mine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of seemed like a bit of a dig there, to be honest with you. Like a bit of a dig, if you ask me. <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Here we go now. I okay. have it, lads. Oh, so I have two and you have two, I right? I have two and you have two. I, you can only open the square one first. You have to open the... Which is the... They're both rectangles. Yeah, but look, you figure it out. <laughs> the square one. <laughs> this is also a game. I'm going to open this one first. No, the other one. Oh, fuck. The other one first. Okay. other one first. Okay, so this is a cuboid. It's about... Seven by four. I need, need the dimensions. By five. It's Christmas time. This is a, it's the Christmas special, Sean. Oh, do you, to Sean from Connor. I talk about that a lot. <laughs> I really talk. I really mean it. Buddy. I really mean it. What's this? What's this? Oh, ah. oh deadly. 
This is a Craven the Hunter pop final. That's you class. Can't get that in Ireland, boy. Yeah, you what? can't. Is this a Walmart exclusive? It's a Walmart exclusive. What the fuck? How did you De- do this? Delivered exclusively to you. How did you do this? <laughs> we don't have Walmart here. No, we don't have any shops. No, we don't have any no. shops. And they were I, all closed but for you so love long. Craven the Hunter. I do love Craven the Hunter. I've covered him three times. Three times. At least five. It seems like ten. That's really cool. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with a Funko Pop. Can't go wrong with a Funko no. Pop. It's a classic. So, do you have a specific one that you want me to open first? No, you can open the cylindrical one first. Now, which one's a cylindrical? One square or one cylindrical? I don't it's know what the sp- shapes are. Which The one that looks like a lightsaber, but isn't a lightsaber. That sounds like fruit pastilles. Oh, could it be? <laughs> no, it's Milky Way. Milky Way? I don't know. <laughs> what? That's, not, that's never been the sound of Milky Way. <laughs> okay. Milky Way is a soft so want, chocolate. It's a tube. It's a tube. S- sounds like that. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I think, okay, it, I think my, it's a car. It's my treasured wrapping paper. Car. He's just destroying. Uh, I mean, what did you want? It sounds great on the it's mic. Smarties. Smarties. <laughs> I was nearly there with fruit pastilles. It's a similar sound, mm. but you, could, you can hear the candy-coated shell. Oh, very good. Oh, I'll have fun eating them. Yeah, you will. Is be that because I'm so smart? Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fair play. Fair play there, Connor. Now, this next one, before you open it, is my favourite present I think I've ever gotten you. Oh. So I've worked hard on this one. Okay. Right, here we go. Let me have a look at this now. Oh. Okay. <gasps> what is this? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I know a man who knows a man. Okay, listeners, this is what Connor has gotten me here. He has gotten me it's the the shooting script for Ed Norton's The Incredible Hulk. The, one of the worst MCU movies ever, but Sean declares it's his favourite. I justify it every time. It's yeah. like Jaws, but about the Hulk. <laughs> no, it's not. And it's signed by <laughs> Tim Blake Nelson, by? Stan Lee. Yeah. The, the, Tim Roth is there, Ed Norton. Big Eddie. Big, Big Eddie, Eddie signed it. William Hurt. Will, Willie Hurt is there. Uh, th- this person looked like they were testing a pen, but yeah. I think it's Liv Tyler. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> this is unreal. How did you negotiate this? I just got it online. What? The, the internet. Oh, I forgot about the internet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's turn to it's a It's a signed script of the movie, The Incredible Hulk. That is so good. This is actually amazing. It's so dumb. Nobody else would want that present other than you. No, but I'm tr- I'm currently thinking of ways I can like preserve this and display it in my house. <laughs> this is amazing, Connor. Thank oh, you so man. much. That's funny. Oh, I know what I'm reading tonight. Yeah, but not that. Hopefully, <laughs> gather round, children. Exterior <laughs> night. Go. go on. Tell me more. Oh, uh, oh I've turned. The page. Oh no! Tell me, tell me one scene. Open to a page. Uh, part one. Flight. Oh. Back of an ice-breaking tugboat. Bit of a weird... Arctic Sea. Arctic Sea. Oh, that's good. Day. (laughs) Okay, so now this is the last present. Yes. Uh, Be careful opening it, is all I will say. What, you give me blades? I got you. uh, Used razor blades, correct. On that. Well, what's the right way to open it? You have it upside down, basically, is what I'm saying to you. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's a bag of sand. It's a bag of sand? (laughs) It's not bag of sand. It's two bags of sand. <laughs> oh my god! It's a Batman action figure statue. 
I made that. Did you 3D print that? I 3D printed and painted Batman from the animated series. That is fucking amazing. Holy shit. That is awesome. We'll have to do po- Instagram posts. Absolutely, yeah. Or, and maybe an audio reading of The Incredible Absolutely Hulk. not. I don't want people to tune out. <laughs> we want to keep our listeners, Sean. But, but that is actually, yeah, that is perfect. for. And you 3D printed the Batman himself as well. Yes. I, I 3D printed the Batman. The base is like I made. And then you printed, or then you painted it. Painted him, yeah. Oh, that's gorgeous. Thanks. Oh my God. Right. That is, I'm going to have that on my little desk. Ooh. And then, then he'll watch over me. Oh, oh very good. Like a, <laughs> He's the hero you need. Not the one I fucking want I want that someone else <laughs> I want to Craven the Hunter Sean I'm I've been dropping hints subtly trying to tell him I love hunters I wanted Ed Norton please <laughs> I'll have to have some Smarties at the end of this <laughs> the Smarties were a filler game. Oh, of course <laughs> I, I could tell <laughs> So, that is our Christmas giveaway. Our Christmas! Now we have to move on to new shots. Oh, boring. No time for prezzies anymore. I have Batman looking at me right now. It's true. He's looking at me with pride. Is it pride? Ah, uh, well... It, I no, was going it, for disdain. It does look a little like disappointment. What? He wanted the script. It was so... <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, How do I not say that's incredible when I open it? I don't know. It was sitting right there. I'm going to look at that for ages. Thank I you, Connor. I hope you don't. Uh, okay, so we're going to move on to something interesting in regarding to Marvel Studios. Okay. Um, so the MCU, biggest movie franchise probably of all time. Well, Dark Universe, Dark but okay. Universe was pretty good for that one movie. But they also now have, they have a lot of talent at the minute. Yes. But there's news that's come out that Marvel Studios are considering new talent deals in case MCU movies go straight to Disney+. Plus. Interesting. So they're they're actually thinking of changing the contracts of the actors in case they are no longer able to do full-fledged movies and have to move to Disney Plus. Right, this is interesting because in the last week a bunch of like actors and directors have come out against HBO oh, Max. We're we're, we're going to cover that. Okay, yes. perfect, <laughs> okay. perfect. In in terms of Marvel, that's good that they're announcing that they're doing that mm. because you don't want to just bring that on someone to say, oh, you know this movie that you spent six months of your life working on? We're just putting it on Disney+. Plus. What, are you trying to play someone else did that? I'm just saying it's it's been done in Hollywood before. It has, it has been last week. La- last week, the very same. <laughs> and maybe that's the reason we didn't get New Mutants on Disney+. Plus. Yes. Because it wasn't, like, signed off on already. I, I don't know. Like, I just think it is... It's definitely the smarter way to go about it. Yeah. Because I... We will come on to the other piece of news, but it's very easy to go second, I suppose. But yeah, you see you the le- backlash. And you learn from that mistake. And so they were smart to wait it out for an extra week and then go, okay, we're going to change up the contracts. Also, they might save like a lot of money because there's no point in giving, I know in a weird way, like Disney own everything. They're a monopoly. They have unlimited money. But yeah. Why they're there is because they're fucking greedy and they like money. So That's true. If they can pay you 10 million instead of 50 million, they would rather pay you ten million. Yeah, and if they still get the like the say, if they're doing this Disney Plus like, like they did with Mulan, that you pay more for the movie at the start, mm. um, and that's just going to make them more if they pay you less mm. on top of that. And a lot of directors and actors would get money based on the reception or the box office. Yeah, so get twenty percent of the box office or ten percent first ticket that. sales and all that. Yeah, yeah, and so. Like, probably the most famous one I can think of is weirdly, like, Mac Groening with The Simpsons, where they're, 
Fox were like, we're going to give you, we can give you 100,000 straight up or you can get 10% of all the merch. Yeah. Or like 20% of all the merch. He was like, I'll take 10, 20% of all the merch. And now like, there's Simpsons merch everywhere in the 90s. He just sleeps on a pile of money <laughs> yeah. at night. Or the, te- the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle guys. Yeah. Same thing. So like, I think in regards to this, it could very much change how they produce movies. I don't know if you will ever get a 23 movie like thing like the MCU did leading up to Endgame again if they're going to slowly move it across you could do series and you could do this yeah yeah I don't know if it'll have the same cultural impact as like 23 big movies well 22 and the Incredible Hulk (laughs) it's it's incredible is in the name I mean (laughs) if you have to say it in the name you've already gone wrong I think it's better than The Dark World Mm, actually no that's actually a good point yeah, yeah. No, okay, I'll give you that. Yes. I'll give you that. It's 22nd. Out <laughs> of 23. But maybe they decided, like, they looked at uh, all of their operating costs and things like that, and they decided, yeah, 23 movies until the next big event isn't feasible. Mm. Or they wanted to fast-track that so they could make endgame-style money in the space of five or six years. And the way to do that is to have everything either serialised on Disney+, Plus or bring movies out faster through that true Disney Plus mm. that they don't compete with each other in the box office and I think it is definitely the smarter move to even cover yourself with that like you could have a thing in the contract well if it comes out in theatres you get this yeah. but if we are forced to move it to Disney Plus you'll get this and actors will sign off on that and go okay fine because what was happening was they were signed on to you'll get 10% of their box office and the movie just never came out into the cinema so yeah. you lose that, that 10% no matter what yeah they're adding just a bit of transparency to the whole thing mm. it's like look these are the options that we would have and this is what you will get in either case and if they do move over to Disney Plus that could be massive in regards to the MCU and everything like Black Widow's still that out yeah. that was meant to be out in May exactly and I, I like now it feels like it felt weird enough that it was coming out at the time that it did because it felt years too late yeah but now it's a year later than what it would have been anyway i feel like the only reason to bring it out is to set up further events with florence Pugh and that whole world yeah exactly and it, it feels like that's the next like checkpoint they're looking to cross before the story can continue to move forward like all the reveals we're getting about wandavision and doctor strange and spider-man i feel there would have been similar reveals for the more grounded spy stuff in the MCU with Falcon and Bucky and mm. Florence Pugh going forward. And I feel like they're, they're held back a little bit that we don't know as much about those yeah. going forward. I, I just think I wanted to touch on that before we moved on to the other piece of news Fair. regarding that. But that is what Marvel are doing on their side. Um, we'll come back to the far side in a little bit because, Sean, I wanted to excite you oh. with a movie franchise that I think is going to work. Interesting. Right? You've it, said this before. It's going to be an interesting movie. It's okay. a new one. It's a new It'll movie. It'll be number one. Okay. It's based off of something else. Okay, I'm, I'm back in. New Dungeons and Dragons movie gets Chris Pine in the lead role. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um, okay. Mm. <clears throat> so Dungeons and Dragons, the famous uh, tabletop role-playing game. Use your imagination. Use your imagination. The whole thing is that... You can be the hero and there's no set story. Yeah. But, the, <laughs> but there's going to have to be a set script. There's going to be a definite script for that <laughs> someone's movie. Someone's going to have to write that story. <laughs> someone's going to have to decide, this is exactly what... Do you think they're writing it, they're rolling the dice? <laughs> like, that oh, would be shit. amazing. I think that'd be pretty cool. What if they did it like Bandersnatch? Oh, there'd be ten different endings. Ten different endings. Yes. In the cinema, you're rolling dice. And Chris Pine's either a dickhead or lovely, depending on what you do. That's interesting. Or is... 
do you go full 90s on it and it's like it's a bunch it's four kids they're sitting around a table they're playing do a Jumanji a Jumanji on it yeah that they get sucked into the game world Oh, I mean, that could be interesting because, like, if you have Chris Pine, you already have the lead actor. That's, yeah. That's safe. And people will go watch it because he's in it. Yes. But there is a history of movies based off of video games and board games and such not being very good. Exactly. And, like, weirdly, Dungeons & Dragons might be a good one to pick. Now, I think they're cashing in on the name, but I think there there might have already been a script... Mm. Um, in just my someone else. Uh, yeah, and just it's a fantasy movie, which we haven't gotten a lot of in recent years. I think it was because King Arthur came out and absolutely bombed. That's true, and Warcraft came out and absolutely bombed. True. So people are like burned on fantasy now, but I think D and D might be a good way to go. I don't know why they didn't get Joe Manganiello to do it though. He w- oh, he's definitely going to appear. He has to, and he'll be like the muscly guy of the team. Yeah, like I hope he shows up as his character. Because his character, he, he like, th- this is a whole other thing, but Joe Manganiello's D&D game, <clears throat> excuse me, was so successful that his character ended up being brought in to Dungeons & Dragons lore. Right. But that's re- so what is his character? Uh, so it's, it's like a dragon-man hybrid. Ah! Um, and basically he worships this old dragon god, and, but... He t- he crossed over. This is ridiculous. He crossed over with another D and D group, and they had they had this campaign running for years, and they were building up to this big bad guy, and so he, they brought Joe Manganiello in because he was also massive in the D and D community to be like, hey, you want to come and fight the final villain with us? Um, and so they do. And the whole thing about the villain is this is spoilers for these Dungeons and Dragons campaigns <laughs> that are streamed okay. on the internet. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. So the villain, uh, the power came from his hand. It was called the Hand of Vecna. Vecna was the name of the villain. And so after this, like, three years, and characters had died. Characters that these people had played with for years had died in this campaign. And so Joe Manganiello um, cuts off the hand of Vecna. And it's lying on the floor. And uh, he says, okay, and my character kneels down. I lift my axe and say a prayer to... Tiamat, who's this dragon god he worships. Okay. He cuts off his own arm, what? attaches the hand to it, and teleports out. <laughs> Make and, that movie! Like, that needs to happen in there somewhere. He needs to just show up. Joe Manganiello needs to show up with a fucked up hand, is what I'm saying. Just even in a, like, how Chris Pine meets him in yeah. a pub. He's a, he's, yeah, he's a stranger with a whole... He's Aragorn. Yeah. At the start of Lord of the Rings. Oh, man. I think this could be really either good or terrible. Yeah. See, it's it's weird because the the built-in audience that you think you have will have had much greater experiences with Dungeons & Dragons than this movie can provide. Yeah, the built-in audience is good, but if you do it badly, that built-in audience is the most venomous group because they're like, this is shit. Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, is, this is terrible. Like, that's what Detective Pikachu had to, to battle with as well. Like, you have to be able to please the masses, but also there's going to be a hardcore group. You're like, we understand. We know more about this than you do. Yeah, we, we know about this. And even the, the people making the movie have to be like, oh, we get it. Yeah. If, they, if it comes across that they don't get it, it's just going to get shit on. Look, uh, like, uh... What's the fucking... Assassin's Creed. Oh, yes. Terrible, like, multiple games with huge amounts of story and lore 
And then just they sum it up in about an hour and a half. Just <laughs> it's grand. It's grand. Like it's just, just sit back and enjoy. It's easy. <laughs> um, so okay, we are going to have to tackle the Warner Brothers. Um, okay, you take one. I'll take the other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the little one. Oh no! Looks like I'm attacking the ankles. Are they the Animaniacs? <laughs> <laughs> Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. Um, no, Dot'll fuck us up. No, oh, I'm not fighting Dot. Do not go near Dot. She'd kill us. <laughs> kill us, stone dead. Um, I'd be beating the shit out of Wacko and Donna just fucking kill us me and Yakko would be friends by the end of things <laughs> I'd say so yeah, yeah. Um, and that is the news that everyone is peeved at Warner's and HBO Max and with good reason Sean yeah fuck me man um, so the latest news obviously that we covered was that HBO Max would be um, they'd be sending all of their 2021 movie slate releases to or Warner Bros would be sending all their 2021 movie slate releases to HBO Max yes like uh, like a simultaneous uh, launch in theatres and launch in HBO Max wasn't that it Th- that is true but what that also meant was that people who had worked on those movies like June yeah or like man the multitude of big movies they were bringing out in 2021 The Suicide Squad yeah like James Gunn probably worked on that for two years or a year and a half writing directing it it's now just got the HBO Max and they won't get the same money back and also it'll just be watched on a TV screen where you always hear like I make movies to be seen on the big screen yeah Christopher Nolan even said like Christopher so- Nolan came out a lot of big directors have come out and said this is a terrible idea yeah and um, like uh, Denny Villeneuve who's doing June yeah um, I think he said something like because also quick update on my, my June experience go on I'm halfway through the third book. They're really oh, good. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so having it, I, now I get a lot of June news pushed to my phone. Mm. I'm, it's looking like, like June probably won't get a sequel. If this does, like if this goes ahead, it won't make that money. It won't make as much money. And the, like the people who balance the books will still be looking at the way they've always authorized sequels, which is, Oh, it made this much at the box office, which, was the way they've done it since the start of cinema. Exactly, but they need to change their mindset about that and being like, no, look, the month June released, we got X number of monthly subscribers. Mm. Like, I think that's the only way you can gauge it because who knows what you're subscribing for. Yeah, because you can't actually predict, like, someone might subscribe for something that came out three months ago and they've yeah. just found out about it. Yeah, like someone could subscribe because, oh, I, I didn't get to see Tenet in cinemas. I want to see that mm. now. But then, like, split that, 10 euro uh, subscription fee across everything in the Warner Brothers catalogue and it's nothing. So Christopher Nolan's exact quotes was um, some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out they are working for the worst streaming service. <laughs> that is what he said that is harsh but true and now Christopher Nolan we have uh, said like he has done so many amazing movies yeah he also has this like aura of like he's he's mainstream as well like he's he's an amazing big movie star but if you have a Christopher Nolan movie it's going to make a lot of money but he was burned with Tedit and we do kind of give off the impression that like he sometimes buys into a little of his own hype, maybe a little bit too much. Yeah, like he's the last great filmmaker or something but like it, that. He's he is right in this regard. Oh yeah, like it's not a, a a quality service. And his words would carry a lot of weight. Like he is possibly the biggest director they could get to come he, out against something. That's it. And I'm also interested that like the the directors we're seeing come out, they're big directors. James Gunn has come out as well. James Gunn came out as well because Nolan said he was in disbelief and described the situation as very, very, very messy. 
Which yeah. I think if Nolan comes out, that means all the rest of them all come in behind Because it's okay. Because if Nolan comes out, and he works for Warner Brothers. Like, yeah. all of his movies come out under the guise of Warner Brothers. Tenet was Warner Brothers. Yeah. So, like, if he comes out, he's their biggest director they have on the books. Everyone fucking jump in behind them. That's it. And, like, even all the DC Universe stuff, that's all Warner Brothers. Mm. Even the animated stuff, I think. I think it was mostly because they didn't tell anybody. Yeah, no one knew that this was going ahead. But they didn't even tell the directors or the actors or the people who worked on the movies. No, and like, and they made these movies with the idea of these will be seen on a cinema screen. Mm. Now we've often argued that like, if something comes to streaming, it's like it's it's a fine way of experiencing that content, and I get that. But when you're making a movie, and as far as your head knows. Oh, the only option is to see it on a cinema screen until it's released. Mm. Then you make it in a different way, I would say. Yeah, it's just, I think it does look very, it looked bad on them at the start, but I think people were kind of like, okay, right, I mean, it's a bad move, but it's also smart to go over to the streaming service. Mm. But then when you find the news, they didn't tell anyone. They have all these people working on these movies for over a year, probably two years. They just find out the next day on Twitter that their movie's now on HBO Max. And presumably make some phone calls yeah. to try and sort it out. Is this true? Yes. Okay, well, what can I do about it? Nothing. Nothing. We're, we're we moving decided. There. And so that is probably why you have this massive backlash. Backlash Because it's just like, if you told us at least a month ago, we could have prepared. Yeah. But this is just, this is not good at all. No, and it's just, it's, it's disrespectful to be like, oh, they don't need to know this. The, they just make the movies for us, it's fine. Now, Warner Bros. have come out and be like, oh, well, it still get the theatrical release. But That was their defence, but it's very weak sauce defence. It is. It's like, you're thinning out the soup a bit by doing this, because, the, like, a, a film release, especially this year when we've not fucking had any, like, a, a release in 2021 or 2022 would be a big deal to the people that made these. Where, But if every trailer says... In cinema and streaming, on you know twenty sixth of June, it it, it it lessens the impact of the release. Yeah, and James Gunn came out and said that it was a lackluster formula for compensating him and other profit participants in the film. Is wow. what he said. Jesus. <laughs> yes. And but also, like HBO Max isn't worldwide either. Um, Warner Brothers uh, representatives for Warner Brothers stars Denzel Washington, Margot Robbie, Will Smith, Keanu Reeves, Hugh Jackman, and Angelina Jolie are all seeking compensation for their talent. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Which we discussed with Disney that like there needs to be that agreement in place. Mm. Like if it goes to streaming, this is what you get. And so now they've all come. Obviously, I mean, if your talent is Margot Robbie, and this happens, you're like, well. Is she going to get the money that you yeah. paid her? You said you were going to pay her. Yeah, and I like I, I, we're not saying either that it like they called up directly. They probably their agent said. No, but I mean, it is if you sign on to a project and they say it doesn't matter how little or how much it is. Like mm. if you sign on and say I'll give you a hundred euro if you do this thing, and then halfway through the process they're like, oh, shit, my mind, it's actually going to give out for free. Yeah, and you don't get that money. You, you're, now you're, we you changed. might get twenty. Yeah. And that's good faith. Yeah. Yeah, in that case, like the fact that it was never outlined and it was never floated as a possibility means that, yeah, everything is up in the air now and they do need to clarify that and they should have clarified it before going public with the launch. Mm, they're also going to lose $1.2 billion next year. Fucking hell. But, but, like, ne- and I say this a lot, but Netflix are, like, 
severely in debt. Yes. But their value lies in content and user base. Like... And I, I assume Warner Brothers are that, but about 10 times. Yeah, probably. You know? <laughs> um, right, so that is all the, the boring stuff that's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, not boring, but like that's big cinema things that are probably going to affect our lives for the next 50 years. Absolutely, yeah. And in terms of releases, there's about four companies left actually releasing things. So mm. the fact that one of them has just made a shit show of it. And the fact that they've annoyed all of the director, directors that they could just say, well, I'm going to Disney. Yeah, Disney that, will pay me a lot of money. That's not good. Um, yeah, this could, like imagine like if things went seriously wrong, and we hope it doesn't, obviously. But if this, if Warner Brothers begins a steady decline over the next few years, and we can point to this is the moment they fucked up. Yeah, it's fuck, really interesting. This, this could be interesting. Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. This is more along our our thought process shot because okay. I have Kingsman movies. Yes. Seven more are in the works. Ooh, not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> that took a turn halfway through. It did. I thought you were going to say, there will be no more Kingsman <laughs> no, movies. I took a grand total of seven Kingsman movies are reportedly in the works with Marv Group and director Matthew Vaughn. Now, Matthew Vaughn, the director of Kick-Ass, um, he will be doing The Secret Service, which is the... The one that's coming out this year, isn't it? Uh, it's meant to come out this year. It was The King's Man. Sorry, The King's it? Man, sorry. Yeah. Um, and obviously it said there's on... I also had The Golden Circle before that. That wasn't very successful. No, So they did the prequel. Great. But now we have news that they are going to be doing another seven Kingsman movies. Is there legs to do seven of these? I don't think so. I think they got... Seven more. So that's ten. Ten in total, yeah. I Like, I think the first one was... Very good. I really enjoyed the first one. Mm. The second one did not live up to it. No. And the third one remains to be seen, but it's completely different in a lot of ways. They're talking about that Kingsman 3 is already in the works. So that's already being done. That's with Taron Edgerton. Yes, that, yeah. that's already being done. But also there's going to be spin-offs of maybe the characters from the second one. Oh, like you've I- I don't think it like the characters from the second one could carry a movie on their own. There's also spin-offs I can only assume from probably the one from World War One. You're gonna have a few characters there. You want to yeah. cover them in World War Two, maybe World World War Three. I was gonna say <laughs> um, World Steady War Two. Steady on. Maybe there's some of them in Vietnam. Maybe there's some of them all over the place. You know that could be interesting. Like the kings. Like I suppose now that they've set up, they'll do. Dif- Kingsman has been around for this long, and they'll do different time periods. You could do it. In like, like you said, Vietnam. Mm. Um, even the like. Well, I suppose the first one kind of touched on Afghanistan and things like that at the start. They have a Kingsman TV series in the works. Mm. They also have two more three movie franchise Kingsman versions. So that's the seven. So you've got a series, oh, Jesus. and you've got two trilogies. <laughs> this sound. I'm trying to think of what this reminds me of, and it it. I, I genuinely can't, but it sounds tiring if I can describe it yeah. that way like seven movies of what is a, what a, at the first movie was a breath of fresh air and then now it seems like they're trying to develop a format for a Kings quote unquote Kingsman movie and they're trying to do it in record time 
Yeah, just smash through them all. They're releasing all nine Star Wars movies in the next ten years. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. Well, let's hope they plan out an arc over all the Even films. Even just one. Just, just one little arc. <laughs> Even just his hair changes colour. He came back. He came back. Somehow we Somehow survived. He survived. Let's pull Palpatine into it. <laughs> oh, I like to see that. Darren Edwards is like, what the fuck is going What's on? What's old dude doing He's, here? Did he not blow up twice? <laughs> see, like... Like, I guess you can do in Kingsman 3, rebuilding Kingsman, mm. basically, because pretty much there's two of them left. Yes. And then in the fourth one, it falls no, it again. This trilogy, that's the end. That's the end of that trilogy. Then get- you've got two more other trilogies and a TV series. I don't, the TV series sounds dull as fuck. I don't care what I, you- Yeah, there's no way you could replicate the stunts. The the coolness of the characters. The, like the CGI. The CGI. There's no way you could do that on a TV for, I don't know, 12 episodes. No, I don't think so. Not at any rate that's sustainable anyway. Or interesting, as you said. Or interesting. I think it'll be very akin to what the Gotham TV, Gotham Cop series Agents of Shield. Be. Agents of, it's going to be Agents of Shield. Yeah. Where, yeah, things happen, but none of it matters. Not really. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Even if they said, oh, we've got a TV series in the works. That's interesting. Yeah. I've got a TV series, but we also now have two other trilogies coming out. That's like, Jesus Christ, you're overwhelming us immediately. Yeah, and I and like I know we've been talking for two weeks about how, oh, there's so much new Marvel stuff coming mm. out. But it seems like that has weight. And it's... It, 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 like Yeah, because the Kingsman... They're coming off Kingsman 2, which is a bad movie. Yeah. Which I feel will never be addressed again. No. In a lot of ways. No. And if it, if it was from Kingsman 1, which we love. like yeah, Kingsman King 1 is one of my favourite movies. It's great. And it's rewatchable as well. Yeah. And so... But then 2 came out and it was just disappointment. So it's coming off a... If it's coming off a low rather than bringing out Kingsman 1 and then said, we've got two other trilogies. Even then I would have been like... Seems like a lot. Even if they had said, okay, there's another, there's one more Kingsman trilogy coming, mm. I would have thought, maybe just leave it. Just, yeah, just one. Just do a one more movie from World War One, and then maybe do one movie from World War Two. Yeah, yeah, and just round out the story that way. But yeah. This way, we're just going to get, it's going to be Avatar all over again. Oh, can't wait. Avatar hasn't happened yet, though. Technically. Technically, no. We still only have one. <laughs> still only have one, but we've, been, we've heard about it we're, so we're much. We're going to have 17 in the space of four weeks at this rate. It's true, there'll be a Disney Plus Avatar series. <laughs> um, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. That is The Lion King 2, Sean. Yes, the the successful animated movie that everyone loves. No, no. Simba's not, Pride. No, um, I'm talking... Kovu like, is in it. <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. <laughs> Covid. Oh, no, 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 Co- no. Kovu was in it, was he? Kovu is the, right. the protagonist of Lion King oh, 2, Simba's Pride. Sounds very, why do you always say the whole thing? What? You say, like, say Lion King 2. Lion King 2. What's it called? Linking to Simba's Pride. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> um, the Lion King 2, which will not be Simba's Pride. Okay. It will be a prequel. Simba shame. <laughs> Simba fuck off, it's called. <laughs> it's a live action movie from the first one. Right. Live action prequel is what we have. Hmm? Confirmed that the Lion King 2 will be a live action prequel. Okay, now first of all, yes. it's not live action. It is though. It's CGI. Ah, well look, some of it's live action. It's not they a had, real they lion. had a picture of a mountain. That's a picture. No, they went, they went to the desert. Yeah. Got the camera. Yeah. Did a 360. 
Someone said, "Ah, well, edit in the animals later on." Yeah, see, it a day. see what you've said there. What? All those animals? No, not real. Are they not real? Not live action. What? Would have killed each other. <laughs> Natural fucking predators. They can't just live side by side. <laughs> they would have decimated each other. They can't share a watering hole. That's where the fights happen. Have you not seen David Attenborough? He would tell us. He would. He would tell us. I think us. that's a different movie if Dave Attenborough is doing the voiceover of The Lion King. That, no, that is a movie I would like to see. That's actually, you know what? But having a prequel for The Lion King, I suppose it's good in a way in that it will be a semi-original story. Mm. But I also do not think it's necessary. But what if I told you Barry Jenkins... Director of Moonlight. Yes. Very talented man. Very talented He will talented be directing man. it. Hans Zimmer will be doing the score. He does the score for everything, Everything. Though. I I've, thought they'd bring back Elton John. Oh, if they did. Bring back Elton. Bring back Elton. What's Elton? he up to? Uh, having a great time, Not I was doing saying. scores of Lion King 2, I can tell you that. No. Plenty of time at his play. Too busy. <laughs> too busy. <laughs> Their specific plot points for the prequel are being kept... Tightly under wraps, which shot. means they don't know them they yet. They don't know yet. I can only assume, but it is likely that the part the plot will delve into Mufasa's past and his relationship with his villainous brother Scar. Which really, you know, their relationship. Yeah, it only really gets interested at the start of Lion King when he kills him. Spoilers, <laughs> but I've I not think, seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> is there something about killing their death in the, the water hole it's a place for murder oh, um, David Attenborough no but they, it comes to a head when that happens Ooh. when a particular thing happens before that are they not just leave, living like their lives just kind of annoyed at each other yeah I think they'd be independent of each other like What's the movie going to be? Just a lot of Scar mumbling, one fucking day I'll kill you, Mufasa. One of these days, old man. Yeah, I, I don't see how exploring that relationship... That relationship needs no more exploring um, than what we've seen. It's more in interesting from where we left it off, or where we start. Yeah, because, like, what do you know... Actually, everything I know from Scar comes from Kingdom Hearts. Okay. And in that, at least, he just wants power. He, he has, like, a craving for power and he's jealous that Mufasa has it. Hmm. And that's all you need to know about that character. You don't need a Joker-style origin for Why is Scar. he crazy, though? Why is he bad? Because we live in a society, No, Connor. we live in a society. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's, like, rubbing his temples. <laughs> and with his paws. With his paws. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, but having them just be kids and watching them slowly fall apart. But like, then somehow reconcile until the murder <laughs> yeah because are, are we going to try and like see Scar's viewpoint in this oh yeah it'll be like Joker if dad's downstairs I don't want that dad's down some stairs I do not want oh so he just promised a hyena's food man that's all it took <laughs> the bastards just give him some food yeah all he wanted give him a giraffe he's just, at the water and hole just one giraffe just I'd feed him friends. Do a live action version. I'd watch it. Yeah. Set a hyena loose on a giraffe. <laughs> Film that. <laughs> Barry Jenkins. Oh, fuck, I missed it on the camera. <laughs> just like behind the camera, you just hear him crying. <laughs> fuck, I missed it. I had one chance. <laughs> Bring out the next giraffe. Oh, fuck, this is the seventh time today. I'm sick of seeing dead. Um, I just don't know if there's... 
an interesting story to tell here. No, I don't think so. And I want. I wonder how long it's going to be because probably two and a half hours. That's too long. Mm. Like a, a brisk ninety minutes. Bris- even a brisk ninety of what though? Them falling out and then coming back together. Yeah, their relationship with their parents. <laughs> That'd be interesting. But then it's just like Thor and Loki in the MCU. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I did, We didn't like the idea of the live-action version in the first place. No. Nah. Because the animated one is still there. Yeah. But if it, it came out, made a lot of money, made a shit ton of money. It did. And for all the I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure it was actually quite good. Perfectly they just, serviceable. They copy say. and paste it from the one that's good as well. The same <laughs> so, movie. Same movie. So let's do another one, but make it less interesting. Okay. Hmm. Bank robbery? <laughs> Lions would fucking rob a bank. Lions would go, yeah. Oh, I'd, watch a, I'd watch a lion rob a bank. I'd, I'd oh, throw it and then get a giraffe. And just fucking set a line on Sandman turns up Oh fuck you got this boys <laughs> This is your This is your case now <laughs> Slowly backs out So we're finishing Movie Mondays This week Sean Very special Christmas episode Christmas we, we, A not Christmassy thing. Oh WandaVision Oh I see So we covered the The Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer We did We covered the Loki trailer in depth. In depth. We did not cover the second one division trailer that came out last week. So Decided it's not worth our time. We no. Well, we said <laughs> that Loki, Loki, and the Falcon will go first. We'll cover one division this week. So, Sean, we've all seen the one division trailer now, first yeah. and second one. Do you have any nerd thoughts on okay. what you've seen here? I am. Um, look, I I don't think it's a great trailer. Interesting. In that it's confusing. But as a trailer for One Division, I think it's very suitable. What do you mean? I mean, I f- I have no fucking clue what's going on in that trailer at all, and so having, you know, even even anything I know about Scarlet Witch or Vision or in some cases Mephisto in, from, the comics, <laughs> from the comics, from the comics, like it, it bears very little on. What I can, what information I can grasp from the trailer? Yeah, but I think it is. I think we've gotten the grips of it now, or the gra- the grasp that obviously Wanda's creating this whole world. And but well, originally we thought she was creating it, but now I'm of the impression that somebody else has trapped her here. That yeah, because we there's like uh, a broadcast from a radio or something, and it's saying like Wanda, can you hear us? Yeah, I think that's um, the lads from Sword. Yeah, Wanda Detective. Now, what is Sword, Sean? Sword is the basically it's set up after shield it's nick fury sets it up and it deals with um extra dimensional and extraterrestrial threats and so in from probably my point of view and you might agree with me here it's it seems like that she is trapped her and vision are trapped in this world or vision probably isn't even real yeah like so she, it's a construct of her mind she is trapped in this world because she's super powerful and somebody or something is trapping her hair mm. and sword are aware that she's in this big bubble yes. and so they're trying to get her out and they're on the other side of the hallucination and they're like can you hear me Wanda this is not real get out of there yeah. like a Truman Show style thing but they're outside the Truman Show it is very Truman Show actually mm. now what? Like, I have a weird theory in my head that Doctor Strange has put her in this universe because she's super powerful yeah, or like sequestered her away because he's like, oh, she is like, she is like unstable at the minute with those levels of powers, and so he locks her away in this universe, and then she gets her way out. I still think it's Mephisto. 
Now, Mephisto is the Marvel version of the devil. That's true. He collects souls. He collects basically. souls. And he's very evil. And he's also the father. No, he created her two children. He, yes. So two shards of Mephisto's soul created Wanda's two children. In the comics. In the comics, yeah. And in this trailer, she has two children. Two bassinets we see. Wiccan and Speed yes. are the two kids. And so the only reason why I think this is Mephisto is because you also have Agnes, her friend. Uh, yeah. Did you see the pendant on Agnes? No. She's wearing a pendant in every single shot. So you know the way it goes from 50s to 80s to 90s? Yeah. It's the same pendant all the time. And it has it's just a big crystal at the front. And I think that maybe... It, that pendant is either linked to Mephisto, maybe has a bit of Mephisto in it, yeah. or that's like to keep her saying, like she's pretending to be her friend, but she's like keeping an eye on her because Mephisto's like, I've trapped her there. You're going to go in there with her. Yeah. And just try and keep her brain you, occupied. You are essentially a warden here. Yeah, you're going to keep her just there. Interesting. Trapped. Um, she's also, Agnes, I think might be Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness, yeah. yeah. Who works with Mephisto. Yes. In and the comic books. Yeah, big old witch in she's, Marvel She's comics. a witch. She's a witch. And so she works with Mephisto, so it makes sense that she's in this world he's created to keep an eye on his subject. Yeah, yeah, and like, and there's been, the Scarlet Witch and Agatha Harkness have had interactions in the comics. I think during the House of M, like, Agatha Harkness subdued a load of um, Scarlet Witch's memories mm. so that there wouldn't be a big explosion of psychic energy that she can emit. Because you see her like, oh, are you married? And and then she puts the rings on her fingers. Like, yeah, I'm married. And yeah. to a real man. Yeah, it's like she's leading her to create... She's inceptioning her. Yeah, and she's sliding the beds together. And it's like, it's all just this weird, like, amalgamation of, like, all these TV shows from the 50s and 60s. Like, oh, happy family and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, And, but I, I did... I did like the idea that, like, when she's twisting, I think, you know the way when she's twisting and the whole world, and the whole house is changing? Yeah. Like, I think at the start of that, she's not pregnant, and she must just turn, and then suddenly she just has a bump in the next scene. I think, yeah. I think it's all going to happen very, very strangely. Mm. Like, I, I, I think, I, w- I can totally see that this all takes place nearly over the course of a, like, day, but it's... If it, it feels like ages and so much has happened. But like time inside this dimension moves differently than Sword. Like I can see you know, we see in the first trailer Sword are outside at night time. I think it could all just be one night. Are there um did you see the bit when the the lady's putting up the Halloween decorations and she's crying? Yes. There's a single tear go I think that might be the 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 world breaking slightly like she's suddenly aware like there's a there might be that's probably near the end of the series and Mephisto's slightly losing control yeah and like she has one tear screaming down her face like something's not quite right here that's it and there's a lady calls to the door and it's like hey Wanda Wanda says who are you and she says I don't know yeah like the, the, I think that's towards the end as you say the world breaking down mm. and can't like um, you know adapt for itself did you see the beekeeper suit so yeah there's the guy in a beekeeper I think that is Mephisto just right? popping around but I think it's like a weird like team like um, like he's the beekeeper and like this whole world is just a million of his bees that he's like controlling one by one that's so, like, pretty good so one division could be like so Wanda thinks that she's the queen bee who she is in this world and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm in control of everything here. Yeah. But he's ultimately controlling her. Yeah. He, he's, he's reaping the honey. Yeah. He's <laughs> reaping the honey of like this ultra powerful person that he's trapped. Yeah. And there's, 
like there, there seems to be they're fighting an enemy at some they point they say oh let's protect our world this or, is our home let's yeah. defend it or something like that but I don't know if they will be defending that from Mephisto or from Sword might be Sword because that, you can see the wall breaking yeah and it's going red and I think that's when she breaks the multiverse I think so at the I, end of this series yeah I think she could she could potentially move that dimension from Mephisto's control the beehive if you will yeah and into just its own little pocket somewhere and that's why Doctor Strange has to come in yeah like you blew a hole in the fucking dimension that's it like where sword entered from that's now just a gaping hole into all of the multiverses and you, and it would take Doctor Strange and Spider-Man to put it back together yeah yeah and I can see Spider-Man being used as kind of an anchor I might have said this before but he's just like no there's a Spider-Man in every universe did you see the Mind Stone it's there slightly yeah it's at the very end but there's a Mind Stone in the trailer I think they're going to cover a bit of her origins as well, maybe, in this. Because she came from the Mind Stone. Yeah, she got her powers when it was still in Loki's scepter. But, what if this was a way to bring mutants in? And they say that the Mind Stone didn't give her the powers, which is the start of the MCU idea. But yeah. back then, they weren't covering as much ground here as multiverses and everything. No, no. Maybe they're going to change that, that maybe the Mind Stone um, activated her mutant gene. I have a theory about this. Okay. Uh, now, yeah, the mutant gene thing, that definitely checks out. But also, in relation to Ms. Marvel, um, Kamala Khan being introduced, she gets her powers from the Inhuman... In the comics, the Inhumans detonate a bomb that contains Terrigen Mist, which is what activates the Inhuman gene right. in humans that have it. I think there could be a similar thing that the Mind Stone and something to do with the reality that Wanda is existing in, that it emits the same energy that created Wanda... Um, but it emits that all over the world and right. activates, as you said, the mutant gene in so, that. Yeah, so she's blowing up the half the ver- multiverse and at the same time she's creating mutants which will create the X-Men that the MCU now own. That's it, yeah. Which would also introduce Fantastic Four in a weird way. She blows up the multiverse that's just their hole into the fucking uh, world. Uh, yeah, and like universes are now smashing together. Jesus, yeah. I, I think this trailer, there like there isn't a lot in it, but there's a lot in it. Like, it's only a minute long and it's not a great trailer, but if you break it down scene by scene, you're like, oh, this could be cool. That could yeah. be cool. Like, there could be a lot of questions that this series could basically be a massive, it's, as, it's a portal into like 50 other stories that they could do. Exactly. And like, it's coming soon as well, like 15th of January. Yeah. Like, we're going to be busy in terms of reporting on that because I assume we're going to do some kind of some manner whether we do it at the end of all the episodes or we do it week on week we will be talking about what WandaVision Maybe means we can for the reveal future like, we could release like a Patreon episode that's like just a WandaVision review episode maybe yeah something we'll like that see what happens yeah this but, is discussions we should have off mic but this is this is the end of Movie Mondays Sean forever Our Christmas special Christmas special <laughs> we gave away presents yeah. ho 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 next all up of you. is Monday Christmas it's Friday, Sean. Christmas is... This. San- Santi Santi is coming. Oh my God, everyone, make sure to be good. Pretend to yeah. be good for a few more days. Just for just five more days. Four more days. Four more days, in fact. And just pretend. Just even look at your family and go, you're grand. Even for four days. Yeah, After look- that, call them fucking dickheads. Look at yourself in the mirror. Say, 
You're doing great, Sean. Big t- <laughs> Specifically, Sean. <laughs> Just please, I need that. Give me, give me your energy. <laughs> um, so also, Sean, do you want to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday, as we said, with Weirdness Wednesday. Friday, with a very special Hero or Zero. And next Monday, with another episode of Movie Mondays. But what did we release on the Patreon this weekend, oh, Sean? What, in the Patreon, on the subject of Christmas. <laughs> If you would like to be festive folks, we did our Lazarus Pit review, which is where we talked about one movie from the past. It was voted on by our patrons this month, and it was the time-honoured classic of Jingle All The Way. Yeah, the best movie ever. Best movie ever. Best Christmas movie ever. Mm -hmm. Best piece of creation ever. Uh, Looking at you, Book of Kells. (laughs) And we just went through that movie we talked about our, our favourite bits our least favourite bits mm. things that might not have aged terribly well I would say all of it all Go of on. it right okay okay well look you'll be the judge let us know what you think of that movie uh, if you've seen it if you want to listen to us talk about it it's over on the Patreon for $5 a month you would get access to that um, on the subject of Patreon tiers actually the way they're working at the minute is $2 a month you get a shout out on the show $5 a month, you would get access to the Lazarus Pit as well as getting a shout-out on the show. And then for $15 a month, um, there's a new tier that we've introduced, which is where you get a Detective Development Little Divil badge. Uh, in, <laughs> did you say Detective Divil? Divil with Detective? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying really hard, dude. <laughs> it's Christmas! <laughs> uh, so for $15 a month, then, you get... Uh, Detective Divilment badge, um, a, a special Patreon mug and a special Patreon shirt after a certain amount of time. Um, so if you're interested in any of those, head over to patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast. There's a link in the description to that. Uh, also have a look at our merch store if you want. Connor didn't do an awkward plug of the merch store this I week. forgot because I was so excited to be sitting in front of you. Oh, right. You know what you, I mean? You can't do it to my face. No, That's I the couldn't. I, the shame. You, <laughs> you would see it on my face. Couldn't see the light leave yeah, my yeah, eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's in the description if you want. We're also, also there is all of our social medias. You can email us heresfriaroutlook.com. But also a big thank you to all of our patrons. Uh, Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan. Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Green, Annie Helmroos, and Richard McGrew. Thank you all so, 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 so much for all of the support over the last year, especially. Uh, yeah. We really do appreciate it. And finally, you can join us. We have a Reddit. We now have a Facebook group. We have all the things that are all linked down below if you want to join any of them, getting on the discussion. It's just going to be nerdy stuff. But I think that's it for this week's Movie Monday, Sean. I think that's about it, Connor. So I've been Connor Lawn. I've been Sean Mean. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.